Welcome to another episode of the Dog Pound Daily Podcast. I'm Stephen Kabitza, joined by Andrew Seipt. Andrew, how is the weather down in Louisville today? Uh, it's you know it's been a little overcast, but can't complain. It's been it's pretty nice. It's hot. It's very humid, but pretty good. Well, it's can't a hailstorm here in Cleveland. Oh, really? So I just wanted to check. Oh, well, make sure everything's okay down there. Safe. I usually get the weather. <laughs> I usually get the better weather. All that crap stays up top. Yeah, I like to watch the typhoons pass over my house. <laughs> but anyway, in Browns news, there's really no Browns news right now. I mean, really, the only thing people are talking about is a Miles Garrett workout video. And, I mean, Jabril Peppers hasn't signed, but there's still plenty of time. Do you have any n- under-the-radar news you've been keeping an eye on? Uh, just the Jabril Peppers stuff. I-, I finally got his name right. I usually say Julius Peppers or <laughs> completely different anything person. but Jabril Peppers. So. Glad I got that out of the way. Um, no, that that guaranteed money and the offset language is always tricky. So as long as he's there for training camp, I don't care. But something to keep an eye on. No, I agree. As long as he's there on July twenty seventh, there's really it's not a big deal. He's been at workouts. Like he went to mini camp and everything. That's weird because usually they hold out like that. So it must mean that it's not. I don't know. Does it mean that he's not getting his guaranteed money, or that like the Browns don't want to pay it, or like what? What is it's the issue of if they cut him, they still have to pay him. Oh. Well, then and don't he get wants cut. that. Yeah, but, I mean, it's we're talking, like, not that – it's, I mean, still millions of dollars, but he's not, like, a number one overall pick, so yeah. they should just – It's still uh, – There's people who are like, nah, he doesn't deserve it. It's like, well, that's the way the NFL draft, you know, salary cap is set up, so just give him his money. Yeah, I don't know. Don't get That's why don't we're not GMs. Go, Jabril, well, I don't know. He's a first-round pick, though, so you, you've got to anticipate that he's – I mean, with the Browns' recent track record, I would say with the normal NFL team that a first-round pick is genuine, generally going to be on the field for three to four years in that uni, that team's uniform. So um, you're, you're drafting him under the anticipation that he's, you're not going to have to cut him before that money is guaranteed. So I don't know. Let's Like I said, just let's hope he's on the field July 27th. In fun news, we had a grand idea for this episode here. You want to do a little game show in honor of Joe Thomas being on Family Feud Sunday night? Da, 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 da. Just I actually didn't get to watch it because I was at the Indians game. Did you watch it? No, I didn't. I, uh, I, some do, loyal... I am a very I'm a loyal Family Feuder. I love watching Family Feud. I'm a big fan of the reruns that are on the Game Show Network, like all day long. Steve Harvey. Anytime I can catch that. More of a Louis Anderson Family Feud kind of guy. Or uh, is that the guy from Home Improvement? No, that's... Well, his character name was Al Borland. I couldn't tell you his real name. (laughs) Me either. Oh, yeah, it's Al Borland from the show Home Improvement on local Detroit channels. Um, No, but I I feel bad because Joe Thomas... Joe Thomas shared a Dog Pond Daily article recently, and you were very excited about that. I was. I was. I mean, I was more excited for Doug Pound Daily, but I was just happy. I was to more still, excited for myself. I was going to say, I was, I was just still happy to be in your circle of friends after being uh, quoted and praised by... Uh, I just blocked him right after that on Twitter. <laughs> Don't share my stuff. Sir, let's let's keep the, the peanut gallery to a minimum. Thank you. Now, that's why it's fun. The I mean, the whole idea of the fan-sided network is that it's just a bunch of fans... I mean, it's in the name. A bunch of fans writing, and some people sometimes get the wrong idea of what we're about. But really, at the end of the day, it's just fans you know, running their own sites... And, like, you can't, like, 
if you're like working for a paper, you can't be like, haha, thanks, Joe. You know? Yeah. But for us, it's like, that's just, I mean, we're not going to shill out to Joe Thomas now and be like, greatest guy. But it's just, I mean, it's fun to see. You got to pander to your audience, man. If you, I guess. What if, if our audience is, if he's the only reader. Exactly. No one's like, gonna... uh, Joe Thomas has been funding us for years. Now we got to. Yeah, one of these pro Joe articles. <laughs> uh, well. But no, we want to do a game show with. Do you want to explain the rules, the very specific rules? Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking of things we can do to kind of change it up a little bit, as opposed to talking. You don't about want to talk about Kevin Hogan or Bro- no Brock Osweiler? No, nah, none of that. Um, we were just kind of looking at some of the Browns. Like we thought about doing a, a breakdown of that 2007 season where they almost went to the playoffs and. And it's a little bit more time-consuming, and we don't remember too much of it. But it got us thinking we can do a uh, almost like a little trivia game. So we're just going to – we looked up some common facts about the Browns, and we're going to ask each other some trivia questions and see how much we remember. And just to clarify, that we weren't off the grid during the 2007 season. We were just younger, as in middle school age. Yeah, that's 10 years ago. Can you believe that? So we had – I mean, even if we weren't, it's still, like, tough to just be like, ah, oh, yes, I recall. 10 years ago. How My biggest worry back then was, like, not vomiting in class, and I'm pretty sure I did, like, twice. I think, how old were we when I hit the game-winning hit off of you? 13-ish? Had to be around that age. Oh, I, don't, I didn't remember that. No, that's when we were n- nine? Oh, yeah. a couple years before. I, I, I haven't thought about that in years. Why'd you bring that up? <laughs> I forgot. I, I blew the save. <laughs> I forgot that was a championship. Oh, you're the worst. I literally <laughs> buried that. I didn't even remember that existed. Oh wow, uh, this is happening on the air. Yep, for the whole. Wow, I forgot. Yeah, we had two future like all state athletes pitch, and then they're like, out comes Stephen Kavitsa, <laughs> and I'm throwing like 40 mile an hour knucklers. I, what didn't I? Didn't Mitch Trubisky get a hit off me? Uh, no, T.J. Owens. T.J. Owens was no. I, Oh, our there was a, oh, it wasn't it. I thought Mitch. I thought it was Mitch Trubisky, like future NFL quarterback going up against the other guy. <laughs> yes, scouting Steven report. One of these well, guys is going to the NFL. The other is not. <laughs> Guess which one is? <laughs> it's me crying, eating Cheetos, and him like <laughs> lifting. All right. Well, I'm thoroughly upset that I'm you sorry. brought that up. I forgot that. What was the year where I stole your wife <laughs> and then <laughs> all your money? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Ask but no, let's, let's do some trivia questions. Do we have a time frame? Uh, I mean, as long as we're on How the, about the wave speci- What about like specific 2004? But it could be like overarching Browns trivia as long as it's not like crazy specific. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm going to go with things that I think you would probably have. If you didn't know the answer, you'd have a decent guess versus something you would not have any idea on. Yeah. So how about you shoot me with a question first? All right. First question to you. This is about a former Browns quarterback. Josh McCown joined the Browns in the 2015 season. What number team has, was this in the, for his tenure in the NFL? Like how many, like, yeah. What number of teams has he played for in the NFL? Oh, I should know this because remember he tweeted out a picture of like his daughter at school on Jersey Day with all her friends wearing his jerseys? Yep. Let me try and guess. Are you going to Google oh. it real quick? No, there's no <laughs> cheating. I saw your hand reach. I didn't know if you were going for a mouse. <laughs> no, it's just me counting. Th- I'm going to try and – it's Browns. There's one. Bucks. Two. Bears. Three. Oh, I can't remember where he started. And obviously don't tell me. It's so hard because there's like so many teams. Um, this might be a high guess, but I'm going to say nine. It is a little high. 
by two. The correct number was, was seven. Ah! It was the Browns. He entered with the Cardinals in 2002. Cardinals, uh. Lions, Raiders, Panthers, Bears, Bucks, Browns, and now the Jets. So I guess that's eight teams. You're almost there. I forgot he now plays for the Jets. Well, you said with the Browns, yeah. so I was just counting from then. All right, so I'm 0 for 1. Have you read the site recently? Because I have a good question. No. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Not today. I, I couldn't tell you what I looked um, at. So I have a good question. Name the two Browns players. This is a two-part question. The two Browns players who were selected in the NFL supplemental draft and what years they were selected. Josh Gordon, Bernie Kosar, 2013 and 1984. You got the players right, but the year's wrong. Gordon was 2012. That's right. And then Kosar was 85. Dang. Oh, so close. I brought that up. The supplemental draft is uh, the July 12th. And it was interesting because obviously for us, we weren't aware, but I mean, you know, older Browns fans know this. Bernie Kosar essentially maneuvered his way to Cleveland. Yeah. That's pretty there was cool. like a big controversy. Do you think that's part of the reason why people like adore him so much? Even though he didn't, I mean, he's he's the best quarterback we've ever had, but it's not like we've had a lot to choose from. Is that why you think maybe a lot of fans idolize him? Well, I think I think think about us when we grow up. It's our parents talking about Bernie Kosar. For people then, it was people talking about Otto Graham, Brian Sykes. So I think he just showed. I mean, he was a big time player at Miami. He would have been the number one overall pick in the real draft. Yeah. But he kind of cheated his way to the supplemental draft. And the Browns oh, in the, Browns made like a crazy trade to ensure that they could p- use the supplemental pick like, and get rid of the pick they just acquired. Yeah. But in the following year. But, yeah. That's I, weird. I, I think he came, he came in right away and just played well. Took him the, so many AFC championships. And, and at this point in time, it's just that nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone's comparing it to him. So you were wrong. I was. Your question, but I'd like you to hit me I was with one question two. number two. All right. Let's see. So oh, this kind of plays into the last question. Um, Browns wide receiver Josh Gordon had the longest touchdown reception in the NFL during the 2013 season. This happened in a 2013 loss to the Jaguars when he hauled in a pass from Brandon Whedon. How long was the pass? I remember this play exactly because I had him on my fantasy team. It was awesome. He already had, like, a touchdown that day in, like, 150 yards. So it's the longest one in team history? Longest one for the whole NFL season that year. Oh. It has to be 99 yards, right? That was the longest touchdown reception, so I'll give you a chance to change your answer. You still have a 99-yard reception, but I'm guessing I'm wrong. Is that your final answer? (laughs) Is 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 that your final answer? Well, no, because now I feel wrong. But you could have a 99-yard reception. I'm sorry, I don't mean to pre- – yes, you can. I'm not trying to pressure you into changing your answer. I'm going to go 97. It was, that is incorrect. It was actually a 95-yard touchdown from Brandon it was a. I remember it was a curl, like a 10-yard or 15-yard like deep out route on single coverage, and he broke a tackle, and like no one was even close. That year was so – All right, all right. I got I got some good stuff here. Watching him play was fun. That's got to be the reason why, like, deep down, I really want him to play for the Browns again. He's just so good. Well, everyone wants him to. So good. Hmm. Should I shoot you with another one? No, I got one for you. All right. 
He's cranking it up a little bit now. Oh, who is your seventh round selection? <laughs> wow, I'm looking at f- former draft picks, and this is depressing. Uh, yeah, it definitely. No is. one's even in the NFL. Oh, Cindric Steptoe, he's not in the NFL. Arizona. Yeah, it's there like you go. All right. Rounder. Wow, their 2008 2008 draft. They didn't have a pick till the fourth round. That's always nice. Remember the year they was it 2013 that they drafted like Devon Best or did that draft day trade for Devon Best and really didn't draft anybody? 2013 they had five picks, three of which came after the sixth round. Jeez. Who was the Browns' first pick in the 2011 draft? 2010 was Hayden. 2012 was Richardson. So who the heck was 11? Oh crap! I'll give you a hint: the player, the next Browns play, or the next two after him were Jabal Sheard and Greg Little. Oh my goodness! Uh, they made that trade with the Falcons, right? Oh, Phil Taylor. Yes. Ah, that's what it was. I remember I was watching with uh, Justin Fritz. I remember I watched like we watched till pick six, and I was like, okay, cool. The Browns will have an uh, early pick, and then we don't really have to watch the rest of the draft because I think it was still fifteen minutes at that point per pick. And it was just so long. And we get he was taken 21st overall. All the way back, to, or the Browns get six, and then they trade, and then we have to watch like the next three hours of the draft because <laughs> they didn't pick till 21. Ugh. Let's see. Ooh, another good one. Uh, also stemming back to your previous question, longtime Browns cornerback quarterback Bernie Kosar was the losing quarterback in the famous Hail Mary game between Boston College and Miami. Who was the quarterback that won the game? Doug Flutie. Is that your final answer? Yes. Are you positive? It's Doug Flutie. <laughs> it's Doug Flutie. <laughs> I know that. No, it's who is Doug Flutie. That's what you're... <laughs> Show me I never Doug knew Flutie. that that game was Kosar, though. Because yeah. you, you're always used to seeing the clip of just little Doug Flutie jumping up and down like in receiver shoulder pads. Yeah, it's crazy. No, he looks like he's wearing a practice jersey. Yeah, the mesh rip away. Yeah. That's what it was fun. You're up, sir. Got that one right. Did I get your last one wrong, or did I get it right? You got it, like... I got the first one It was Phil Taylor. You got that right. The first one was, like, half right. Yeah. All right. Who is the only Browns interim coach since 1999? I want to say Terry Rubisky. Is it Terry Rubisky? Is that your answer? Are you it asking is, me yes. a question? What is, show me Terry Rubisky. <laughs> that is correct. Woo-hoo. I don't know why I remember that off the top of my head. Like yeah, I say that. It, I didn't know if that'd be too easy, but, you know, sometimes. It was just, it's one of those useless information files that's back there, like in the miscellaneous A folder. fun fact. Yeah. He actually won a single game in six games, while Hugh Jackson only has one win in 16 games. Wow. Nice. We should get him as our coach. Did you see that article about how people think Hugh Jackson's going to coach the Bengals and coach the Bengals? Well, it was, a, it was an ESPN, like, writers, like, do you think he'd coach the Bengals? And every writer was like, no. Yeah. That was just a weird that that's a topic that... Well, they're doing the same thing we're doing, like, let's have a crazy hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about this one? Travis Benjamin caught this quarterback's first three touch- NFL touchdown passes. Name that quarterback. Uh, I'm... It's either Colt McCoy or Brandon Whedon. Or 
No, 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 it's not. Johnny Manziel. That's correct. I yes. was trying to trick you because I was like, I'm going to give him as least amount of details as possible because any more <laughs> than that would have made it completely obvious. Johnny Football. Didn't he have a few bombs to Benjamin in that first week against the Jets after McCown almost died? No, it was the Titans game after that because oh. then McCown came back and then he went off the rails because he thought he should start when McCown was still concussed. I remember being at your apartment and we're like, all right, Brown season, let's go. And Josh McCown's like, I got to get this touchdown. Just Fuck decimated God, stop at the, the goal match. line. Even Joe Thomas after the game was like, I wish you wouldn't do that. That was pretty dumb. <laughs> we should have Joe Thomas on our podcast. You think he'd come on? Joe, if you're listening, I peti- I'll, if you, we'll sponsor. We'll, th- we'll run ads for Mission Barbecue. That'll be our only... If he's listening, I want to ask him what he does during the day then. He works out and he has the Joe Thomas hour, so you know he's into like production and media and stuff like that. So True. He could be our sound guy. Like Joe, Joe, can you up can you up the volume a little bit on my mic? I can't Holding hear. The, uh, no, he's the guy. The boom guy. Yeah, the boom guy. Our six six or whatever boom guy. Six eight two ninety or three hundred pound. Boom Joe, guy. you're getting in the way. Get out of the shot, please. Joe, you're in the shot. Uh, All right, let me give a good fi- or fifth question. It's I have not to be final. After this. Huh? I have a good one for you after this. All right, don't care. Um, let me look. Ooh. Who was the starting quarterback for the Browns? To- oh, ooh, I have a better combination. Two-part question. Starting quarterback and starting running back to open the 2005 season. Jeez. Um, 2005. I can start with the quarterback. A hint. Everyone hates him. Jeff Garcia. That I know. No. I hate that. He actually too. started 04. Really? Kelly yeah. Hol- This no. is another guy I, everyone I hates. like Kelly Holcomb. Oh, no. Yeah, I know who that is. It's Trent Dilfer, and who's the... Yes. Oh, running back. That's the quarterback. Who's the running it's back? It's not Jamal Lewis. That was later on. He was still... He the, actually he had the high runs. rushing mark in every game, even though he was, like, not that good. Ruben Drones? Correct. Ooh, there it is. I, I remember he had one run that was, like... How was it? He, like, didn't have a bad year. But the Browns, just as a whole, were terrible. When you start the season with Trent Dilfer as your starting quarterback. Yeah. Um, hey, Frisman Jackson had 128 <laughs> yards in the season opener. Frisman Jackson. Oh, my God. Frisman Jackson. Oh, man. Antonio Bryant. Frisman. I didn't even remember Frisman Jackson was a player for the Browns. I'm pretty sure I have. No, never mind. Frisman I have Jackson. Some, I have some rant. I have a William Green Browns jersey. Hey, the Browns went six and ten that year with Charlie Fry coming in for uh, Dofer. Mm. Lee Suggs was on that team. Frisman Jackson only had one catch in the season finale. I'm surprised why his year didn't turn out better. Paul Irons had two catches. All right. They drafted Braylon Edwards that year. Yeah. Hit me with a question. All right. Brown's defensive back Joe Hayden scored his first NFL touchdown when he picked off this quarterback in Cincinnati and returned to 25, 29 yards for a touchdown. Name that quarterback. I feel like this is supposed to be a trick question. Like, I want to go Carson Palmer. And I can't see if you're smiling or not behind your microphone. By design. <laughs> I'm going to go Carson Palmer. 
Incorrect. The correct well, let me get a chance to guess. Looking Don't tell for. me. All right. Don't tell me. Uh, hmm. I'm assuming it was back in 2010. When my only concern was, once again, not vomiting in class. Time is ticking. That's how game show should work wrong. Don't tell me. <laughs> I'm good for it, I swear. Bruce Gradkowski? <laughs> no. The correct answer, and the answer we were looking for, is Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton played in 2010? I didn't say a year. Oh. I said Joe, Joe Hayden had scored his first NFL touchdown, but I didn't tell you the year. Well, he should have had a pick six in 2010. I'm sorry. I should have said 2013, but that would have gave it away. And that's no fun. Yeah. Because you would have been Barnacles. like Carson Palmer was gone long after. I got two questions right. I don't even remember. Like, let's, I think we should keep doing it because we have some. There's some other good ones here I think that we could play with. Let's see. <laughs> So, as you know, the Browns have only made the playoffs twice since 1990. Are you sure? Uh, twice in the next two decades, 1990s and 2000s, yes. Um, how many times did they make the playoffs in the 80s? Ooh. This is tough. Six. I mean, it's a tough question. Six. Uh, seven. Close. Let me try and guess. It was 89. I, it doesn't list. That just... Oh. I should have just told you you were right, but that's not how <laughs> game shows work. I'd be the most generous game show host ever. I want to give it to you. Because obviously they went 89, 88, 87, 86. I think in 85 they went 8-8 eight and, eight and missed, maybe? Maybe. And I think they went in 84. I wish I could pull up the schedule. but uh, Ernest Biner was a 10th round pick. There's a fun fact. That's a long draft. That everyone knows. All right, let me ask you a question. Maybe you have some uh, detailed answers next time you're asking me questions. I need to know. I need to give you detailed answers. Is that what you said? Yes. So I feel better. Why do they need to be detailed? I mean, it's just the answer. Because I want to know. The answer is a quarterback from Texas Christian University, also (laughs) known as the TCU Horned Frogs. He has a red rocket hair. All right. Who is the second coach in Brown's history? After Paul Brown. Ooh. Sam Ritigliano? Are you serious? I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't know. I didn't know the answer. Blanton. <laughs> oh. He won he won the last NFL championship for the Browns. I'm sorry. I knew that. Oh. Well, that's good. I'm happy for you. I was not aware. You just of blacked that. out in the sixteen years that Paul Brown left until Sam Ritigliano got there? Yep. I don't know. They were just old coaches. I don't know too many of the old coaches. I do have a History of the Browns DVD that I watched, but... Yeah. Don't remember too much of it. Let's see. In the year 2009, the Browns drafted Alex Mack in the first round. Named two of their three second-round picks that year. Oh, my goodness. 2009. Can I have a hint? Um, two of them play the same position. I don't know. <laughs> um, anymore, it kind of gives it away, so that's why. I'd... Can I have the position? Uh, offense or defense? Offense. I'm going to guess two receivers. 2009. Wow. 
Who once Brian Rubisky, right? That is correct. Another Rubisky. Oh, who did he come out with? I remember this because they both were horrible. Uh, he may or may not have played with Matt Stafford in college at Georgia. Ooh. <laughs> may or may not have Georgia may- wide receiver. Oh, oh. Muhammad Massaqua. Yes, sir. I, I was going to use, also was killed on the field by James Harrison <laughs> during a football game. Wow, that was, yeah. I remember Muhammad Massaqua. Always right, a respectable receiver. I was at Matt Clark's house when they drafted them, which is weird. I don't know why I remember that. All right, let me ask you a question that should be easy, and I'll see if you get it right. Who is the Browns' seventh-round pick in 2016? Last year's seventh-round pick. Yes. Seth DeValve was fourth. No, that was fourth round. Yeah, Django you're right. was fifth. Need a hint? No. It's that dude that... Didn't he, like, jump in a pool or something? Correct. As in, that was right, but not... You haven't answered the question. I know. Uh, uh, um... He did not make the team. Oh, um, right, right. Uh, Scooby Wright. How did I not think of that? Yes, Scooby Wright. Scooby Wright. Scooby Wright. The easiest is. name to remember. God. I'm like, like, Sometimes I'm... he likes snacks. <laughs> he eats food to survive. <laughs> drinks water. For sustenance. Can I get an answer? All right, I want you, we have to ask some final questions. Should we do it because, about the current Browns now? Oh. Find a nice question about the current Browns. Throw them my way. Let me give you one first mm. to really th- throw you off. Are we doing 90 man? And obviously not the 90 man roster, are we? 90 man roster? That's insane. I'm not doing that. All right. Who are the 10 undrafted <laughs> free agents the Browns signed? Okay, question about the current Browns. Which kicker on the roster tore our hearts out last year in Miami? That bastard Cody Parkey. <laughs> to be fair to him, though, I just moved. He to did Louisville. like just get to the team. I just moved to Louisville, and that game was like I was sitting in a chair with a TV on the ground watching on Sunday Ticket. And I'm like, oh, my God, because I was, like, putting stuff together and was, like, kind of following, but it was on TV, and I wasn't really paying – or, I don't know, I think my internet had just gotten set up, so I had to – there was a reason why I wasn't watching the first half. Then when I turned it on, it was close, and he freaking botched that field goal, and I was like – I'm like, wow, the Browns might actually win one here. Yeah, Cody Kessler's (laughs) first start, then it all went downhill. Yeah, so – um, okay. This season's Browns. All right. Ready when you are. Give me your question. I have two questions prepared. This one, just in case this one isn't as good as anticipated. What is the week of the bye this year? Week nine after the London game. I figured you. I know the whole schedule. (laughs) Sadly, (laughs) that's what I tell people on first dates. Would you like to know who the Browns are playing this year? It was too easy for you. All right, you can go ahead and ask yours, and I'll, uh, I'm going to find a different one. Does it have to be this year's Browns? That, you said this year's Browns, didn't you? 
Well, I don't like to be held to things I say. Okay. Well, I mean, what do you what do you All want right. to be? <laughs> I got one. I got this one. This is your podcast too. Let me ask a really absurd one. What college did Hugh Jackson attend? Jeez. Uh, it's in Stockton, California. I was going to say it's out in the West. My friend lives right by it. Our friend? Doesn't help you at all, but it's just a fun fact. Your friend. <laughs> I was like, our friend? I'm like, I don't know that. Uh, Fresno State? No. It has the name of an ocean. Pacific? Yeah, Correct. Owned. That's the that's the name of the college, just Pacific. Yeah, Pacific. Wow. I think the owner of the Chargers like is really big in that town, and it's like kind of controversial. But you got it right. I didn't get it. Right. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy. Is it Indian, stuff. Atlantic, Pacific, or Arctic? <laughs> Probably the one it's close to. Um, is mayonnaise an ocean? Is mayonnaise an instrument? What's how many seats are in section 108 of Cleveland Brown Stadium versus Energy Stadium? Uh, give me a good one to wrap up on, and I'll yeah, give you a good one. Let's see, doesn't have to be this year's Browns. It could be. Oh, okay. Any Browns? Like a trivia question that you somehow know that you think I won't know? You know, like the Suzanne. Oh, you weren't there for Suzanne Plachette. That was with Matthew. Are we? Were we at trivia? How how did we? Were get you at trivia and an answer for Suzanne Plachette came up? No, I was playing like seeing it at Matt Clark's house, oh. and they were like, "Who is the main actress in Birds?" And I was like, "Off the just." Oh, that's easy. Suzanne Plachette. Matthew's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's Suzanne Plachette." And they're we'll like, talk about that all the time. <laughs> they're like, "You're lying," and I'm like, "No, I'm not." And Which that's the answer? What actress did my mom print out a big poster yeah, for you? That was Suzanne Plachette. Suzanne that's, Plachette, and that's yeah. why I was curious. Like, how did how did we have that? But or how did we have that connection? But Suzanne uh, Plachette. Yeah, we hung it in our dorm room. I, I what I'm saying is, how did she know to get me that? <laughs> oh, because I would just tell my like we would just joke. Like I call your mom Carol Alter, <laughs> Carol Teagues. Who is the all right? So who was the second coach? In the new Browns history. I should know this. Because the first one was Chris Palmer. And then Butch Davis was there. I was just looking at the list of coaches. I always do this. <laughs> um, wow. Can I have a hint? How long did he coach? I believe three years. He was the, I mean, yeah, three years. Is it Butch Davis? Yes. Oh, oh. For some reason, I felt like there was someone there in the interim, because I guess it's, when you're a Browns fan, that's what you think. Well, you always overthink. There it. had to be four other people there after Chris Palmer. What? Uh... Right, let me ask you a question, because okay. we're, this will go on for days. And I want to make sure this is the ultimate question. Should we do Romeo Cornell themed? No, I have a good one. Well, I have to ask you. Oh, you know what? Just ask me one because right. I, I prefer being the contestant. <laughs> Phil Savage was able to bring multiple Pro Bowlers to Cleveland. Of the following Pro Bowlers, who was the one drafted by Phil Savage? Uh, Joe Thomas, 
uh, oh God, I forgot the choices already. Um, Joe Thomas, Josh Cribbs, Sean Rogers, Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow. Say your final answer. Correct. Incorrect, actually. Oh, who was it? Josh Cribbs. I thought he was undrafted. He was the only only one drafted under Phil Savage then. So if he's undrafted, uh-huh. Phil I Savage guess. horrible. Uh, who is? Is there the anything new... you would like to? Oh, was... Any pressing information like to discuss before we sign off? No, no, that's wow. about it. I mean, <laughs> nope. Thanks. I'm for glad listening. we learned a little yeah. bit about Browns trivia. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm sure more of our listeners probably knew more than we do. Definitely. That's the problem. It's like, all right, who is they the coach should write of us the Cleveland questions. Browns? They should write us questions, and we should answer them on here. That's how it should well, be. Well, people have the ability to. They just, they just you know, kind of block out the haters. No better way to spend your day than writing uh, questions to a blog that you and f- four of your closest friends. Joe Thomas reads it. That's true. That is true. That's our new ad. Do you want to read the only Browns blog that Joe Thomas reads? I know I sure do. Dog Pound Daily. Joe Thomas reads us. I'm Anson Myers Johnson. Oh, Long Johnson. (laughs) Uh, All right, let me ask you one final question. It's not a trivia question. Yes, sir. (laughs) What final record will the Browns have in 2017? I've said 5 and 11 the whole time. I'm going to stick with it. I just want to see if maybe you've shifted in a few weeks. Nah. 5 and 11, that's still pretty bold. Yeah, I think I'm gonna, gonna up win mine a couple, to six and ten. Is, oh, you're up yours to ten. Is that what you said? Six and ten. Oh, I thought you said ten win season. I was like, oh. I'm gold. gonna up my guess. Thirteen and three. We're gonna come back against the Falcons in the Super Bowl. No, I'm gonna say six. I feel like there should be repercussions for you if they win more than five. Repercussions, like like a public embarrassment. Repercussions or <laughs> sanctions. What are we talking here. I don't know. No, I, I think I think five is. I think that's a little bit too much too. I mean, it all de- like every podcast episode before this, it all depends on how the quarterback plays. But true, and nothing's I changed. I, so. I just think their defense is a lot better. That's gonna keep them in games, possibly win them games more than it did last year. Yeah, I feel it, and we'll know more once training camp finally starts. It's true. Just that's over true. two weeks, we will be. We're gonna be tra- traveling guys this weekend, so. I'm in Chicago, and then... Hopefully get one up right before training camp starts. We should be able to do it that first day of training camp, right? Or should we do, like, a training camp preview? We'll figure it out. I mean, you're going to be in Chicago. I'm going to be in New York. We're two, you know, two pretty high-profile guys. (laughs) Not for the glamorous reasons you'd expect, but that's... Maybe for you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're not going for business. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you are. sending us out there. Yeah. Dog Pond Daily sending us out to the media capitals. Yeah, I'm going to the NFL headquarters. Yep. Going to do some Chicago improv. (laughs) All right, well, we're going to sign off, and Andrew needs to get fast at work at the Beat Lab. Beat Lab. To make sure we have the hottest beats on the Block Talk Radio (laughs) Network. And be sure to subscribe on iTunes if you made it this far in the episode. Yes, I also have subscribed on iTunes, and it's quite convenient. It's very convenient.